And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out. Friday Road Show. We're posted up here at Southwest as West Side and Southwest will take on one another for a berth in uh, state basketball next weekend. Jacob Padilla with us from Hale Varsity and Heard at Sports. He is your authority on high school action as well as Creighton, Nebraska basketball, volleyball, at Jacob Padilla underscore. Jacob, we're having uh, so many folks in the stream weigh in not only on traffic issues they've encountered. Elijah had some traffic problems on the way here. Yesterday was no bueno for me. Uh, it has shifted to uh, not only uh, some of the bigger cities our listeners live in uh, outside the uh, the immediate area, but their favorite t- type of ye- the favorite time of year on the sports calendar. Is it even a question with you? Is it March Madness? Is that your favorite time of year in the sports world? Yeah, that's that's probably fair to say. Um, just with especially the the kind of the the high school state basketball leading directly into the tournament. Uh, And then that leads into summer basketball and the NBA finals. So basically, yeah, just kind of it's basketball, basketball, basketball for uh, a few months straight there and uh, kind of keeps uh, the party going. So good time of year for sure. Do you have a second at all? A second place? Uh. No, <laughs> not really. Yeah, he, he was going to say the NFL postseason, but he can't because how the Packers have performed over the past couple of seasons. That's oh, a nightmare. Uh, we, we got a we got a mouthy Denver fan I to I my was right. To be throwing that shade, not you. I, I live with Packers fans, so I get it. Like I, I what are you I taking out repeatedly on Jacob though? Because like I've I just have all the jokes ready to go because I live as I said with Packers fans, so they're just they're ready. To, it's Packers and Chiefs, like the people I inter I interact with most this time of year or that time of year, I should say. So the jokes are just on deck, and I, I do apologize, but maybe he deserves it for how he cooks his steaks. Wow. Oh. Hey, hey, I don't have to do this interview. I can say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jacob. I apologize. <laughs> Jacob, uh, let's talk a little bit here with uh, Nebraska and Creighton. Important games for both. If you're Mac and the Jays, you want to keep the momentum going. Let's start with uh, a trip to, to New York and Slick Rick land with Petito and St. John's thoughts on Saturday. Then we'll, we'll kind of dive into Nebraska, Minnesota, and quite honestly, the, uh, the, the task at hand for Nebraska with the four remaining. But let's start with Creighton, and what do you see? Awesome, awesome environment and win against UConn. Can they travel with that momentum? Yeah, the schedule works out nicely for them to kind of really enjoy that win coming off of the, the Tuesday night game. Uh, and then still get some good fre- uh, good rest, kind of re- uh, recalibrate and get ready because they don't have to play till Sunday. So no quick turnaround that they have to worry about where you had to immediately dive right back into the next week. So um, this week worked out well for them. Um, and also the fact that they're playing in, uh, at Madison Square Garden this year. Uh, it's kind of a nice little bonus here to, to get out there and play in a game there a couple weeks ahead of the Big East tournament. So you get a nice little added bonus for, for the game this weekend and kind of where it falls on the schedule. So uh, that being said, it was a one-point game, and Creighton had to survive a shot at the buzzer when the two teams played in Omaha. Uh, I think St. John's is playing significantly worse, and Creighton is playing significantly better than uh, the first time they played. But um, th- there are still some matchup things w- with what St. John's does that um, can give Creighton problems. So they're going to have to come ready to play for sure, but... 
um, I think you have to like your chances with uh, with what Creighton has been doing lately and kind of just the way that so many guys have kind of elevated their game recently. With this Creighton team, do you worry about a, a letdown spot following such a, a massive game? I mean, you think back to Nebraska taking down Purdue, they kind of fell into a week-long lull the following week because of that. I mean, you're riding high. Maybe you're not uh, putting forth as much effort in practice. You think you've made it. Do you worry about that with Creighton as they, they come down the stretch, especially considering the fact that their NCAA tournament spot, while it could always be better, is pretty solidified at this point? Not really, just partially because of the schedule, like I said, and kind of how it lays out to uh, kind of combat that with what you can do with, with your uh, practice schedule and everything. Uh, and um, hitting, hitting the road against a team that gave you problems the last time you played them. Uh, and, and it's a veteran team. You had a, a lot of guys out there that have uh, gone through a lot of uh, a lot of college basketball at this point and have seen the ups and downs and have had to experience uh, success in, in handling that. So um, I, I think their maturity and kind of the, the age of the, the leaders on this team, uh, coupled with the way the schedule played out, should minimize the, uh, the, the chance of any kind of letdown like that. Now, the question is, can they come out and, and play well? Um, I, I, think, I think the answer will probably be yes, but you never know on the road. Jacob Padilla is with us on Hill Varsity Radio. And, Jacob, turning over to Nebraska here, three straight wins. You finally get that elusive road conference win at Indiana by 15. And then now you look ahead to the next four, and we were briefly talking about this before we got on the show here today. What do you need from Nebraska out of these next four? Is it 4-0? Is it 3-1? and Is 2-2 and a little too risky? What's your take on that? Yeah, I, I think, obviously, 4-0 four, four would be great. Um there, you definitely don't want to lose uh, at Michigan, just with the season they've had. Uh, it's hard to know what to make of the the trip to um, Columbus now with the coaching change at Ohio State. Seems like maybe that that'll get a little bit tougher there. Uh, you you definitely want to get these two on the road, um, or these two at home. Minnesota is probably the best team that you you play remaining in terms of all right if you can afford to lose one, but that's at home and you've already lost to them once. So I think if maybe you get out of here with a, a three and one record, maybe you drop that one at Ohio State, then you'll feel fine still. Um, a four, uh, two and two record w- would it be great? I, they, they've probably done enough now um, to be okay going into it, but just in terms of the way the team is playing, um, it, it's not like you're you're facing any of the the, the top teams left. So. I think you got to go into this just hoping for 4 0. Uh, Nebraska is better than all four of these teams uh, at the way they're playing right now uh, and where they are at this stage. Um, it, it's just a matter of they got to go out here and execute and prove that, which they finally did that uh, against Indiana because, that, again, that's a team that Nebraska is clearly better than. They're 2 0 against them. They've handled them both times and they found a way to go do what they're supposed to on the road for the first time. So if you can kind of carry that forward, then they've got a chance to kind of close out the season the, the way you need to. Jacob, who are you buying stock in for Nebraska down this stretch? Uh, give me a player or two you, you'd be betting on to, to kind of help carry the load for Nebraska because they've had a different hero, it feels like, every night. They've had some constant heroes as well. Yeah, that's kind of uh, the, the, the kind of identity of this team where it hasn't been one guy. Um, I think Casey, he's let him in score in the last two games. He's starting to, I think, be a little bit more consistently impactful. 
Uh, whereas maybe early in the season, it was kind of up and down. He had that kind of little three-game slump there in the middle of the year. Um, he's starting to be that guy. And as we saw in that last game, went off in the first half and then uh, drew a lot of attention in the second half. And that opened up things for other guys. And so that's kind of, I think, the, the recipe for this to work is, all right, Casey, um, come out here, see if you're feeling it, uh, go get some big shots. And then as defenses have to really focus on you, now you got Jamarcus Lawrence hitting shots. Now you've got more room for rink mass to operate. You've got Bryce Williams' chance to go one-on-one uh, with less help. Um, so that, that's kind of, I think, the, the key to this team. It is going to be, I think you're looking at Casey and Bryce particularly. I mean, Bryce had a rough one a couple games ago, but he's more, he's kind of emerged as a guy that need a bucket. He's going to step up. He's going to be able to kind of be that consistent guy that's handling the ball, that's getting, getting your offense a little bit. Um, so you're looking at those two and then uh, everybody else matchups and how they happen to be feeling that day. Cause I mean, Jamarcus Lawrence, that was a great game. Obviously went five for five from three. Um, the, the kind of switch to the bench does change some things for him, but it's not like he's been lights out ever since he went to the bench. He's had a couple of rough ones as well. And he's had a couple of good ones. So that's what this team is. Um, I, I don't know that it's going to be the same guy every single night. You've got a few guys that you can rely on that are going to be at least like a Juwan Gary, you know what you're going to get from him. He's going to go out there. He's going to play hard. He's going to give you some buckets on cuts to the rim. Going to go grab a couple of uh, contested rebounds. Um, but beyond that, like in terms of just offensive production, it, it's kind of uh, depends on the matchups and who's playing well that day. Have you seen anything in particular from Jamarcus over the past couple weeks? I know you said it's, it hasn't been perfect since he's went to the bench, but what have you seen that's flipped? Because his game does look different now than it did at the beginning of the season. Is that just confidence? Is there anything in particular Nebraska offensively is doing to try and free him up? What have you seen with his game? It, 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 I mean, I think maybe there's just a little bit less responsibility uh, on him as kind of Bryce does kind of ha- has stepped more into that, that ball handling role. And that's allowed him to play off the ball a little bit. And they run so much of their offense through the bigs at the high, uh, at the high post that it, it doesn't require as much of Jamarcus as kind of the primary ball handler where uh, maybe there was a little bit more of that early on in the season. And he, I think was trying to, to feel it out too. He's like, all right, I got to play point guard now. And you can see him trying to, uh, be that guy really pushing the ball in transition, trying to, to get them into their offense or whatever, just wasn't able to hit shots for whatever reason while doing that. So um, I think just less responsibility on, on him with other guys kind of emerging as the, the primary playmakers for this team um, makes it a little bit easier for him so that he, when he goes out there, he doesn't have to do as much and he can focus on doing a, uh, a few things well as opposed to just trying to be the all-around point guard for this team. Jacob, about 90 seconds. What's uh, on your radar from from the high school ranks in C? And I know it's district finals for girls, and I know there's district tip-off for a lot of the, the boys. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm going to go to uh, Lincoln Northeast at Papio South tonight, just uh, not too far from my place here. I know you guys have uh, should have a pretty good one there. Um, down in Lincoln, Westside's got a few players that, that can uh, really get going. So, t- yeah, tonight's the, the Class A district girls are – taking over the schedule and then I honestly it's it's so tough this time of year because there's so many games and you can only pick uh so only many one of them <laughs> I haven't like I know with the schedules just went live last night I have no idea where I'm going to be on Saturday because there's so many options um but yeah it, it's fun time of year uh here is it's kind of for a lot of teams it's win or go home uh it's still 
uh, in class A, you got the wild card just kind of hanging out there, but you definitely prefer not to rely on that now. So into district finals now, and everybody's playing uh, for their, their chance to go on to state. Jacob, last thought, 10 seconds. If somebody's sitting at home, they want to go check out some basketball this weekend, what is the one team in the state you recommend they go check out? Oh, geez. Uh, uh, one team. I, Needs more than 10 seconds for that. Yeah, you, you set me up for that one. I don't Wrong even have answer. the schedule here. Uh, <laughs> at Jacob Adilla underscores where you find out on Twitter. There you go. Yeah, there let's, you let's go. do that. Good segue. Jacob, you take care, bud. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, guys. There is Jacob Adilla with Hale Varsity and Herd at Sports. We'll dive into to Nebraska's to-do list on the way with Hale Varsity.